Hey friends, Jacqueline here. Based on all the amazing things we are seeing happen online, we are predicting this is going to be one of the busiest seasons for e-commerce ever. Are you ready for it? No matter what stage of business you're in, the one thing we do know is you need to show up and create content that actually matters to your customers during this 2020 holiday season. But wait, you may be thinking, sounds great, but what do I actually say to them without being salesy? Don't worry, friends. We've got you covered this holiday season. Introducing 101 plus content ideas beyond the discount 2020 edition, a bundle of tools, prompts, and video training that helps you create content this holiday season to reach out to your customers beyond just offering discounts, which is uber important to having a profitable Q4. This is created specifically for you to use during this 2020 holiday season. So what's included? 101 plus content prompts to be used on social media, emails, and in live videos. Three months of edible calendars filled with daily content ideas for marketing in 2020 quarter four. Monthly checklists for 2020 holidays to inspire content and calendar prompts. Five holiday plug and play scripts that will help you show up easily on video to stand out from the big guys. And this is one of our favorites, the easiest way to have a 12 days of holiday sales or a cyber month sales worksheet plus video trainings and so much more. If you want to check it out, make sure to grab 101 content ideas beyond the holiday discount 2020 holiday edition. We wanted to make this holiday season as sweet as pumpkin pie that we are practically giving this away. Head to holidaycontentideas.com right now. And let's make this your most profitable holiday season ever. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey everybody, Jacqueline and Mina here, your co-hosts of the Product Boss Podcast. Today, we will be sharing a conversation we had with a fellow female founder. You see, we believe women helping women is what the world needs more of. Introducing our female founder episodes, where we interview fellow female entrepreneurs and highlight their small business. Our goal is to shine a spotlight on product businesses to encourage our community to support each other, learn from each other, buy from each other, and lift each other up. So let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Female Founders episodes that we have. And today, this is a great episode. We're going to talk about building a candle empire with your family with Annie White-Brown, the founder and CEO of Natural Annie Essentials. Welcome to the podcast, Annie. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. We're so excited. Like I said, we are, I don't know if I said this on when we were recording, but we are actually Instagram stalkers of you and your business. So we know a lot about you without you telling us. (laughs) And of course I stalk you likewise. Perfect. So maybe we should just be friends instead of stalkers. Yes. (laughs) 
So we really want to have um, Annie on here because the idea of a candle empire, right? It feels elusive a little bit because why do people need all these different candles? Her candles are spectacular. I mean, they have amazing um, branding. They have an amazing story. She's done a lot of collaborations. She's gotten a lot of visibility and she's doing it with her family, which is like all the more exciting because you'll see sometimes they'll, you know, you get to see a little bit behind the scenes. So make sure you follow her on Instagram. But I'm sure because I know that every single person I'm related to, you know, is also working for me practically. But I actually have my husband deal with them because I find it a little bit like, you know, hard to do sometimes. So them more. Yeah, <laughs> they do. <laughs> so, so Annie, first, for those of you that don't know um, Natural Annie Essentials, tell us a little bit about your business. So Natural Annie Essential is now, um, originally we started out as a bath and body and skincare company. Um, in 2014, the idea came about after the birth of my first daughter, Tiffany. And um, due to a number of surgeries she did, we had to... Um, we were in the search for a natural remedy to cure her skin because she was breaking out after we came home from the hospital. Um, so I got into making my own products at home and growing up in Jamaica with my grandparents, it's it was very familiar to me um, in using herbs and oils and all that jazz um, for, for everyday kind of you know situations. So we kind of went back to our roots and started blending, you know, the butters and the essential oils. And we got, finally got some relief for her skin. Now, um, Tiffany was my first daughter too. So you can just imagine the excitement um, when I used something that I made that worked for her. So as a result, I started sharing um, those, um, you know, products with my, my friends, my family, and I really got hooked on essential oils. And I was I was going in with essential oils and it, it comes, it came up to a point where I had to find something else to do with all these oils that I was getting in. I was getting them from doTERRA monthly, like these huge boxes. So I was now making everything. So then um, a friend of mine actually suggested, why not, you know, make a business out of this? These products are really great. So that's when I first, um, you know, put, a label on them, started making stuff and offering them on Etsy. Fast forward to like a few years in, I was doing a show down in Brooklyn. And at that point we were doing bath and body and skincare. And customers kept on asking for um, candles that smelled like the, the bath and body products that we were making. But we didn't, we never, you know, tried candles before then. So my husband was with me that night and on our way back from Brooklyn, he said, you know what, I think you really should try these candles because everyone was asking for these scents in a candle. I'm like, who's going to make these candles? You, I'm already making a million products, you know. But nonetheless, we Googled it on our way back. I mean, we literally Googled all the way from Brooklyn to Connecticut. And that very night we came back, we bought our first candle making kit on Amazon. We got it in two days, Amazon Prime. Um, and then we started playing around with it. Um, tested it for a few months, um, tried to see, you know, give, give those out to our friends and family again, say, Hey, try these, see how they work out. And eventually we got to, um, a formula that we liked. And then we started offering it, you know, as a part of the natural any essentials collection. And, um, a few years ago, like about two years now, 
um, the sales for candles just totally took over everything that we were doing. And at this point, I was still working my corporate job. So it was a matter of balancing these probably now 10 different you know, products that I was making, plus all these candles. So something had to give because it was just becoming too much. So we dropped the, um, the Bath & Body line and um, we, we pressed forward with the candles. And they've been a huge hit for us ever since. It's, it's been amazing. What was your corporate job? Um, I worked in IT research okay. for a, um, a company here locally to us. I was wondering if there was like branding or marketing because you're very good at that. So not only are candles, you know, they're soy based and the smells and scents and, and all of that is amazing. But the the marketing that you do or like the, the I don't even know, I'm not. Your it's graphics. like the aesthetic of it. The aesthetic, you know, thank it's, you. Yeah, it's really, really great. Plus you just are it, there's this uncanny canny ability to transfer us to wherever we need to go. You say it's inspired by Jamaica. It does feel very tropical. I I have a eucalyptus one though, and I mm-hmm. love that one. I so I, yeah. So those just you really have. I mean, it took some research, but I mean, you clearly had a knack for bringing up those um, great candle scents and everything. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. The labels that I, okay. So some of the ones, and I don't know if these are some of your bestsellers, but I'll tell you some of my favorites. So <laughs> you have, um, and you'll post them as graphics in the, on, on your Instagram feed, but they're also labels on them. So I have no idea what I'm doing is a candle get S done. I can't say it cause we're a clean podcast yep. currently overthinking. <laughs> and then you came out with a be the change. Was that during black lives matter? Yes, it was. And then, and then, so, so you have, you have a lot of candles that I love because it's like currently overthinking or like that get S done. I actually have on my desk. So when uh-huh. I um, need to do it, I, I light it. And then you had a home candle, like a new home, which I gave mm-hmm. to my neighbor, but then you have, like Mina said, there's the Jamaican or the tropical inspired ones that are like coconut mm-hmm. corals and resort. And then you have the ones that are very kind of like holiday. Let's see. I'm just going to scroll a little bit. Some of the holiday ones that you have, like, or they're not even holiday, but I guess you have like pumpkin, vanilla, like nutmeg. Yeah. That's from our baked collection. Yes. Baked. Okay. Uh-huh. So tell us about these collections then. So you, you decided, okay, we're going to lean into candles and then how, cause I want to know how did the, mm-hmm. like the magic of your branding and all of the things happen? So for our signature collection, and that's the collection that has the very floral pattern. And it, that's one of the, the set, the eucalyptus experiment is from that collection. So that I wanted to bring essence from the Island and just blended into what I was already doing. Um, those were all, those were the very first candles that I did. So there were scents that would transport you to a tropical place, but if it would also include scents that even if you didn't want to say go to a tropical place at that point, you know, it could still be very relaxing, like your eucalyptus and spearmint. So that's what um, the idea for that collection came from. And then as it kept on going, I, I just wanted to add more things to the collection. Because, I mean, which product boss just does one thing? <laughs> We're always trying to add something else. So um, then the, there was the Thoughts collection. Um, and that actually, I was just in my office one day. And I, I always have a notebook with me taking notes of how I'm feeling or you know whatever is happening. And I was just feeling all these emotions one day and it was like up and down one minute I was feeling great the next minute I was like I have no idea what I'm doing and that's actually where 
those quotes came from for the the thoughts collection. So it's, and and I've come to realize that, hey girl, you're not the only one who has no idea what you're doing, but embrace that, you know, and and figure it out. So that's kind of was the gist of that one. Yeah, I actually remember one of the first photos that I saw of you. And I think it was at the, towards the beginning of the year. I can't actually remember if it was this year or last year, to be honest. That's like how much has happened this year. But it was one where you were, um, you had a wall of packaging. We were talking about shipping or something like that. And you had a shipping station or something, and it was a whole bunch of boxes. So as your business has grown, we've really seen it transition too. So as you're adding these collections and this aesthetic and really making it grow, it wasn't like you went from zero to a hundred. There's, mm-hmm. you know how people think, oh, she was like this overnight success. Yeah. But that really is just is not true. There's a transition that happens mm-hmm. through all of this and you can see it when you're in it. But then other people think, oh, wow, I see her now. She must've done that in a couple of years. So I love hearing your story. Thanks. And that's, and that's why I feel it's very important too to share this part of it, especially on social media, because mm-hmm. a lot of people think like where we are today, that's not where we've always been. It was in my, I started in my kitchen, you know, I started in my kitchen with one melting pot um, on the stove. Then I moved to the burner. It was just getting overwhelming. My husband said, yeah, this is not going to work because I don't know which spoon is which anymore. <laughs> um, so, so then we moved it to the basement, um, one part of the basement to the washroom. And it just, you know, it kept on moving. So I feel like it's really important for me to show my audience, you know, the very stages of, of our growth and where we have been. So let's talk about that then. Now, where is where is your company? It's in your garage? Right now, we are busting out of our garage. Yes. If you follow her on Instagram, you can see the amazingness that's happening. Yeah, like no Giant joke. boxes. Yeah, we just got three pallets dropped off in my, in my driveway. So yeah, <laughs> uh, we will be moving to a new location come um, October. We're just kind of waiting for them to finish up the space so we could get in. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, right now we're just busting out. So let's talk about this whole busting out, this this rapid growth. So you've had rapid growth this year. Um, and we were talking about how it was kind of two things. It was COVID. Mm-hmm. And what do you, do you think like people were home and they were buying more candles? Or what do you think happened there? Were you showing up more? I wasn't showing up any. I always, I feel like for the past four years, what I have done consistently was show up. So I feel like the the main um, contributors to this was both COVID because everybody was home and all that was happening with the Black Lives Matter movement. I think those were the two main things that kind of put us out there more than we already were. Mm -hmm. And so at that time, when at the beginning of the year, can you tell us what your team looked like then and what your team looks like now? So about in January, the team was literally just me. My husband would help me out. Um, if I had shows and stuff, he would help me to haul things to and from the shows. So yeah, it was pretty much me. My kids would, you know, toss peanuts all over the place. But as of June, June 1st, and I remember the exact day distinctly, it was just wild. And, and I used to, part of that, I used to, um, 
because we get a lot of the for the for candles we you know we prep the jars and all that jazz so I would fill up my trunk say on the weekend and I would go to my mom's house with my trunk full of of jars and and wicks and all that stuff and we would just wick jars there so I wouldn't have to do it in the week but came then came June and it was a whole different story I'm like yeah mom I think you may have to start coming to the jars (laughs) (laughs) that's so good So she had to pitch in and start helping me. And then my husband had to be helping me much more. And it was COVID. So you really couldn't have any outside, you know, interaction more, you know, other than the people you were close to. So then she had to come. Then my my husband was here. And then my cousin, he came. And then I, I have another friend who came and she was helping me out um, during like her breaks from work. That's how bad it was. Wow. Um, and then my mom's friend, she was here helping us too. So it, everybody kind of just pitched in because they see, yeah, I was, I was drowning. <laughs> I was drowning. Mm-hmm. But you so, had the processes though by then. So yes. you knowing how to do the wicks and figuring that out and scaling it, it just took um, recreating that for that other person, right? Here yeah. is this station and mm-hmm. here's what you do. So that was really excellent in that it was probably a lot of production, but you already had the processes done. Yeah, we, we did. We did. So that was, that was one of the, the good parts. That was one of the good parts. So what does your team look like now? Who works for you? Do they have positions? What's what's because it's only <laughs> whatever, three months out of June. Uh-huh. <laughs> And we haven't officially um, used titles, but okay. I know I want it to be something fun. I don't want it to be just like, hey, this is a shipping crew. No, I want something right. exciting. Um, so we haven't decided on names yet. But right now, um, my mom, she usually does the um, wicking up the jars prior to COVID. Now she um, moved up. <laughs> so she's now pouring. <laughs> and you, I can't get her to wick a jar right now. She's... <laughs> Not about that. I don't have time anymore. for wicking. I need to pour. <laughs> yeah. I've been promoted. Get the other people to do the wicking. Yeah. So she'll wick. My dad, he likes to do the labeling. My husband also helps with the um the pouring. And then my mom's best friend he's, is here also. And she does a lot of like the labeling and stuff like that for us. And then we have one one girl, one of my girls, she comes in and she helps me with all the shipping stuff. And then you have two yeah. virtual assistants. Yes, I have two virtual assistants that handles most of my customer service and my um, wholesale accounts. I am so impressed at how quickly you had, well, when you reacted to like this rapid growth in your business and like Mina said, you had these systems, but also that you were able to quickly move to say, okay, like all hands on deck. And, but not only was it family, but you were able to then outsource some other jobs. So you have the, on the virtual assistants, which is huge. Because yes. you don't have time to sit at your computer and answer all these questions about she candles. Is a li- Her name is Samantha. She is a lifesaver. I kid you not. I don't know how any of this would even be possible without her. Did you? How did you hire? Like, how did you find her? For people who are thinking, oh, maybe I need a virtual assistant. Well, actually, I found her through um, a Facebook group. Okay. I found her through a Facebook group, and she was recommend highly recommended. And I'm like, oh, okay, Sam, you're coming with me, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and she has blown me out of the water every week, every week since then. So that's good. so awesome. It is yeah. really hard. The customer service aspect is sometimes overlooked when you're growing so rapidly, but there mm-hmm. is this follow through that has to happen and this, um, and the buffering for you, because mm-hmm. even at the beginning of this, um, episode, the pre recording of this, we said, so is it okay if we called you CEO? 
and you had to think about it at that time. So I don't think that you've made that title shift for yourself quite yet either. No, no I haven't. I feel like I, I haven't even had the time to really think about that part of it just yet. I'm just trying to get everything, like get all the processes out of my head, let everybody know how to do, you know, X, Y, Z, so they can be comfortable doing it. So I've just been on the grounds a lot, trying to, trying to get everything in order. Plus it's, it's, it's an interesting situation. Like we said, you're building this empire with your family. So I thought it was something that was funny is a one, you're not going to be like, okay, now I am now boss and you can refer to me as boss. <laughs> you said <laughs> when your mom's working there now, especially as you've grown that you're not calling her mom, right? While while she's doing things. Well, I said, mom, well, you know, Monday through Friday, I'm not calling you mom. You're going to be tomorrow. On the weekends, I'll say mommy. (laughs) (laughs) And you can make me dinner. (laughs) And you can make me dinner. Yeah. So, um, and and that's one of the things. Like during the week while they're here, they're working and I'm still responsible for dinner. Because that's one thing they don't play with. They're going to eat. They will take that break and they're going to eat. But then on the weekends, we'll flip it and we'll go to my mom's house. And then she'll take care of us on the weekends. So it even That's amazing. And do you yeah. think they're, do you think that they're, they want to stick with us in the long haul or are they sort of like, all right, soon replace me sooner? Cause I know you're paying your team, you're paying your family. They're all on board, which is amazing. So where do you see your kind of like staff going? <laughs> um, I could see them staying with me for a very long time. I don't know how long they might want to do it. Um, cause I remember my mom saying to me, well, wow, um, this is way more than I thought it was, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, I would, and she said, I would never argue with a handmade business again about their prices. And I'm like, why would, why did you say that? And she said, well, there's a lot that goes into this. Mm-hmm. It's not just pouring the wax into a jar. It's like an, a legit art form and it's, and it's steps to perfect it. So I think they do have a greater appreciation for what I do now, now that they're in it and doing the actual work. Yeah, I I do want to point that out for everybody. So there is the process, but there is a special factor too. I think that if your mom could, if I were to have her in front of me, there's appreciation for the process that happens, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. But there is that special factor that you put into it to figure out the recipes, to figure out the process, to figure out the labeling, to be able to sell it, all that happens. And it's more than just being that handmade. It's not just the, you know, the handmade thing. It's all these other elements. It takes a very special person to be able to fit into the CEO of their business and be able to lead the people how they want to be led. Right. So, um, I think that you have that all in you. And I think that, you know, though your mom's very impressed with the process, she's probably very impressed with you as well. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about that later. Um, So this is something when, when we talk about like special sauce or whatever it is, but I think, you know, one of the things that, and I asked you this once, I think in the DM, I said, do you, where do these quotes come from? Like, I was like amazed. Cause there's like, there's such humor. There's, there's parts of your business that are humor. And, and when you follow her, you'll see that she does not all of you need to do quotes. So let me just take that off. You know, it's not for everyone, but the yeah. ones that, um, that you do, like you'll shift like popular quotes and make it about a candle. I remember something you wrote about like father's mother's day during COVID. Oh yeah. It was um, something- a reminder to the dads to, um, get their, their, 
their Mother's Day gifts ahead of time because school's out and the teachers won't remind them. Something, something yeah, it's something like, like your teachers aren't there to remind you. I was like, this is hilarious, and I saved it. So there's there's parts to your branding that's that's funny, brings humor and light, and it's it's very much wrapped into it. But the other thing that I love about your business, as as Mina and I are like, oh, we know that you've grown, is that we followed you on Instagram. We thought it was just you, and then as all these things have happened, then we did see. I remember one of you and your husband in the garage together, and now if you watch you now, there are people everywhere. Your kids are there eating food while you're all pouring candles. You show pictures of like your mom, there's the pallets coming in and we're a part of this growth with you. And it's so important. And you're doing such a great job naturally, but, um, it's so important for all of our product bosses that are listening to realize that we are rooting for you. And, and not only that, we also love the product you create. And so Think about that for your customers that they want, they want to go along and they're going to be excited when you move to your space, you know, because they're going to have known you when. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I remember posting a picture the other day of like a, it was like a green, green room with um, white shelves. That was actually the very first time we moved out of the kitchen to um, the washroom. And I posted that because my husband, he had just gone in and gave me these nice little shelves on the wall. It was like, ooh, I'm official now. <laughs> and I posted that way back when. And I reposted it the other day. And someone, one of my customers, actually, she said, oh, my God, I remember when you you posted this. Um, we were so excited for you moving into your washroom. <laughs> 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 so they, they do enjoy being a part of the process. And it, it's not something I was always comfortable sharing. Because if you know me, I'm a, I'm a legit introvert, like, seriously. But over time, I've had to, to learn that it's really, if I'm going to do this, it's not going to be just about me and how I feel, you know, so I've come to realize that they do enjoy seeing the process and or ups and and, and, and or downs too, because I make it a point not to only share the the awesome stuff that's happening, but some of the bad stuff that's happening because it it is what it is. It it come it's a mm-hmm. part of you know the whole deal. Um, I, I did a, I think it was I don't even know if it's last year or the year before anymore, um, but we did a trade show. And I remember it was my very first um, big wholesale trade show. And I was super excited about it. We rented a whole U-Haul truck to build it out um, nicely. We went down there for, I think it was like four days. And I walked away from that show on the fourth day with not one order. And I bawled my eyes out from New York to Connecticut every night. And it was just something I shared with them because it's not always peachy. And I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes um, fellow entrepreneurs feel like they have to just share the, the good stuff. And, and no, you don't always have to. You can make, I, I would prefer um, to mix it up because that's what I kind of look for too in a brand that I'm shopping from. Like, you know, how is it behind the scenes there? And mm-hmm. how are they doing? How are they growing? So I try to, I try to put that all in the mix. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because as a small business, I think it is going to get hard at certain times and, you know, um, showing that and putting that out there, just, you could have also quit during that time. Right. But you, you definitely have persisted. And I think that becomes part of your story too, is that sometimes people take that failure and they feel personally, it hurts them so much that they quit. But the thing is, though, is that they don't realize is that other people have gone through it too, have gotten no sales, have shown up and had, you know, 
haters say mean things or had customers do awful reviews, mm-hmm. right? And so it it brings that into light because it's a hard job being a product boss, you know? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> it feels yeah. so personal when someone doesn't like your candle, for example. It does. And, and that's why I can never agree with that quote that says, don't take it personal. Um, Yeah. I take it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I, I was, yeah. The emotion and the personal stuff. I mean, like I get the, you know, there's like, we do, it's our uh-huh. businesses and we put a lot into it and we spend a lot of time in our businesses, sometimes more than with our families that we want to be with too. So it's definitely there. Okay. So I wanted to talk, well, one, just going back to your Instagram, because I just found another one. I loved 2020, no, no toilet paper, but lots of candles. <laughs> Oh my God. See how like time relevant that is. I mean, you're just so good. So I think one of the cool things and, and is that the, you've got a story and actually I wanted, this is a question for you. Do you actually, I don't think I've ever heard you speak on camera. I know you do live sometimes, but is when you're posting on Instagram, people are following the story. Are you ever talking head on it? Or are you more just showing what's happening? I'm usually just showing it because as I said, I'm an introvert and yes. I hate being on camera, but I had to find a way around it to, to interact with my audience and they know I'm not going to be on live every day. <laughs> so what do you do to interact with them though? Or do you do go live now? Words probably um, too, right? Yeah. I occasionally mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go live. Like if during COVID, like the, the midst of COVID when we were super backed up and trying to figure out how in the world we're going to get all these orders out, I was doing a lot of lives and that was mainly because I had to, we realized that we were getting tons of emails daily. So I did the live so I could update, you know, more followings on, you know, what's happening with shipping and stuff like that. But other than that, I haven't done much lives. And it's just because I, I one, I'm an introvert. And two, I literally just don't have the time to do a <laughs> lot of lives. Um, so I'll show behind the scenes. I like do recordings of behind the scenes. And now I've, I've also started to do like, if we're working in the, in the garage, I'll just put the camera up and just record it. And I did a few of those. I, it, they were long enough to be like an IGTV format. And we did a few of those and the, um, the feedback was incredible. Uh, we, we just haven't had the time to do another one just yet. But we have one coming up this weekend because we're having a wicking party. That's so cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, so I'll try to to remember to, you know, get that out there. But for the most part, it's words and, um, you know, videos and boomerangs and stuff like that. And that's why I wanted to point that out, because as you got on and we met you kind of for the first time in person on this Zoom call, <laughs> I was like, I don't actually know your voice. Yeah, but I know I feel like I know you. I know your brand. I see your family, and I actually mm-hmm. have been following along on your story. I know about you getting yeah. the new place and all that, and it's because you and and I want our product bosses, our listeners, to also think twist this for them because a lot of times they're like, well, I don't want to be the face of my brand. Mm-hmm. You are Annie, you're the namesake, and you are the face of your brand, but you're not necessarily the actual voice. Yeah. of your brand, but you do continue to tell the story and bring people in and mm-hmm. they can still follow your journey. So I think as you all follow, um, natural anti-essential, you'll also, you'll maybe start to see a different way of showing without feeling like you have to show up and be the head, even though some of you are doing that and you're doing great too. So it just really uh-huh. depends. Yeah. Do you I, do I, your own social media, Annie? 
Yes, I do. And it's, it's one of those things I never want to um, hand off. I've yeah. done it in mm-hmm. the past, but I'm like, yeah, I don't like how that, I didn't like how it Yeah. Everybody so. in the top mastermind for us actually does their own Instagram stuff. Are like multi six to mm-hmm. high seven figure businesses. They all handle their own Instagrams. It's a certain level of, of a connection. I feel like, or my following has like, they, they have that access to me on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel connected to them. So I'm like, yeah, I don't think I want to hand that piece off. And I love yeah. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you just did a fantastic job. You've got all the other employees to make all the candles now. And you're like, you guys, I have to, I have a post. <laughs> I'm doing a new reels. <laughs> well, this is so great. Um, what, so what's to come? What do you, we're heading into fourth quarter. I mean, you've got your team. I think you said you're looking to hire more people. Tell us what's to come for your business. So we're in the middle of um, moving because we have no place to put the stuff that we have. We have no room to properly make the stuff that we need to make. So we're um, moving. Um, We were supposed to actually move on the 15th, but they're not finished with our space yet. So we should be moving hopefully by 1st of October, mid-October. So we're doing that. Um, And then we're also in the midst of rebranding. So um, and I think it, I just posted that today to the new, the new look of the logo, what it's going to be. So it's, it's really just refreshing the brand and, t- and bringing the collections down. Cause I quickly realized that it's hard to scale with all the candles I, I had, you know, so I had mm-hmm. to, I have to narrow it down somewhat. So we're working on the rebrand and um, relocating. So those are two of the the big things right now. We just yeah. had an episode right before you about scaling down the product to be able to grow, but like yep. less so that you mm-hmm. can really focus on what you, what you know sells and what you could do over and over versus all of the things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And a little bit of coaching because rapid growth does, it's like lightning striking. I think that one of the things that you should, because I love this whole building with your family, our family motto is actually teamwork makes the dream work. But I think as you're growing, as you're bursting through the seams, you need to figure out where your capacity is, Right. So as you get the capacity and you figure out what that is as a team, you'll Mm -hmm. either have to either narrow down your products, which you already are doing, or you're going to have to raise your prices perhaps, Mm -hmm. or you're going to have to figure out like the holes in there because you do not want to burn out your team. And it starts with capacity, you know? So I remember my mom saying to me, how many candles do you offer? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's she like a restaurant. A woman. <laughs> it's a restaurant with like a huge menu. Imagine all of the ingredients they need to have back there. Yeah. And they're like cooking this and that and whatever. And they can't, they don't even know what they're doing. But if yeah. a restaurant is like, you know, they've got a set menu, you're like, okay, we only have to make these like, you know, five mm-hmm. entrees for that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think she was over it. She was like, yeah, this is, <laughs> no, nah, you need to bring it down. <laughs> you need to find a new wicker and a new pourer. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't wait to hear what their titles are. I think you, based on the brand, and then that's the other cool thing is like your brand, the, the whole thing, I could see where this growth is going to be like what, like your mission, vision, and values. It all seems mm-hmm. very clear yeah. and it's exciting. Cause I think once you start to name yourselves, you might not even be chief executive officer. You might be like mm-hmm. chief candle, like <laughs> boss. I want to find something fun. I, I really don't want to go with the the regular names at yes. all. It's going to be awesome. So when we have you back on the podcast and you have more your new name, we'll introduce you differently. Yeah. 
Well, thank you so much. It's been so much fun and so exciting. And we were thrilled to even have you on here because we've seen your journey and I, we really wanted to showcase how it can be available to every, every maker, right? Yeah. It, there's definitely hard parts of it, but you are doing it and you're doing amazing. And there's been so many things that you've done in order to get ready for this moment. So yeah. Would you mind sharing with our listeners? Uh, I was like, how do we close this up? Tell our listeners. Tell tell our listeners how they can support you, buy from you, and share you. You can support me. Uh, My website is naturalanniessentials.com. And we are on Instagram at naturalanniessentials. I know it's so long. I clearly didn't think about that. when. No, it's perfect. It's perfect. Naturalanniessentials.com. And I also did create um, a coupon code for the product boss group so they could um, enjoy some candles. Um, And the coupon code is product boss 10 to get 10%. Product boss 10. Okay. So just we'll make sure we put that into, is there an expiration? Cause we don't know when this is going to air. And October 31st. Okay. So if, I mean, we could change the date if needs be. Okay. But they can they can enjoy it, you know, while it's there. Yeah. Thank so you so exciting. much. You guys buy these candles. I own maybe 12 of them and I'm <laughs> going to be buying more. So with this code. Thank you so much for being on with us. Thank you so much, ladies. I'll see you on the ground. Yes, yeah. see you over Take there. Take care. Bye. Hey friends, Jacqueline here. Based on all the amazing things we are seeing happen online, we are predicting this is going to be one of the busiest seasons for e-commerce ever. Are you ready for it? No matter what stage of business you're in, the one thing we do know is you need to show up and create content that actually matters to your customers during this 2020 holiday season. But wait, you may be thinking, sounds great, but what do I actually say to them without being salesy? Don't worry, friends, we've got you covered this holiday season. Introducing 101 plus content ideas beyond the discount 2020 edition, a bundle of tools, prompts, and video training that helps you create content this holiday season to reach out to your customers beyond just offering discounts, which is uber important to having a profitable Q4. This is created specifically for you to use during this 2020 holiday season. So what's included? 101 plus content prompts to be used on social media, emails, and in live videos. Three months of edible calendars filled with daily content ideas for marketing in 2020 quarter four. Monthly checklists for 2020 holidays to inspire content and calendar prompts five holiday plug and play scripts that will help you show up easily on video to stand out from the big guys. And this is one of our favorites, the easiest way to have a 12 days of holiday sales or a cyber month sales worksheet, plus video trainings and so much more. If you want to check it out, make sure to grab 101 content ideas beyond the holiday discount 2020 holiday edition. We wanted to make this holiday season as sweet as pumpkin pie that we are practically giving this away. Head to holidaycontentideas.com right now. And let's make this your most profitable holiday season ever.